Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Clint. And I just want to say that I vow as a podcast host to never say, in closing, halfway through the episode ever again. What What do you say about that, Clint? I mean, you get what you pay for. <laughs> Would me calling you out like that does it does it invoke any shame, any feelings of shame? Well, to be fair, I outed myself uh, <laughs> right after we stopped recording last week's episode, and how at the six minute mark I said in closing. <laughs> so I, pro- I as a podcast co-host who does zero preparation for these things, <laughs> vow to look at the clock before I use introductory phrases. Yeah, we actually just noticed that this episode that we actually have. <laughs> A clock. We don't have to look at our phones and have them on the table and ring and right. make all these noises. So, anyway, what are we what are we talking about today, man? We're discussing shame, all right? Kind of when we can talk about different things. We don't really have an agenda, but what did it like? What causes us? I think everybody kind of knows what shame is, but mm-hmm. we can we can talk about that too. What causes it in us? Uh, real life uh, instances in which we feel it. Where we go both in that moment mm-hmm. and then ultimately what, what the remedy is yeah. for the, for feeling shame. Yeah. I like what, uh, we seem to be Chad bird fanboys Cause we always, we always relate articles that he's written and talk about him, but I like what he says in an opening line from one of the articles that we'll link in the show notes is that shame is like a devil with many faces right? and none of them are smiling. Right. Like shame for me if I had to tr- sort of try and define it, it's kind of hard to define. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I feel unclean. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. And it could be a multitude of things. It could be something seemingly small to other people. Right. But to me, it's like the biggest thing in the world that I feel shame. I feel unworthy. I feel unclean. Yeah. And what the article that he wrote got me thinking about is – like when I think of shame, I often associate it with things that I've done mm-hmm. that I'm ashamed of. But what I never really considered is how a person might feel shame because of what someone else did to them. Yeah, um, and that's that stopped me from defining shame purely as guilt. Yeah, um, yeah. because I feel like they, while they are uh, synonyms, while they're very closely related, mm-hmm. um, we can feel shame, and I guess you could, to a certain extent, you could feel guilt for something that was done to you right. or, um, or that you maybe allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not the same thing, but they're very closely related. And I think we'll talk about them and try not to use them interchangeably in this. Yeah. T- tend to just, we'll focus on the word shame. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And we've been talking about <clears throat> things like bitterness and resentment right. and, and slander even. When I do those things... That's when I feel shame. When I give in to those things, um, I may not feel shame in the moment of being bitter, but over time, as I can reflect back on the day, I feel shame for that. I feel like, man, why, why did I, I should not have done this, right? Anytime I say I should not, there's, there's probably a good chance I'm, I'm feeling shame as a, as a human being. Yeah, for me, the, the one uh, instance that gives a lot of opportunity for shame is, is in, in parenting. Mm. Um, both in that I, you know, tell my children, you should be ashamed that you did that, <laughs> but then also in the way I react, yeah. um, when I raise my voice or, um, snap you know, your fingers, yeah, snap my fingers at them. Like, 
you know? Yeah. That happens a lot at church because I can't yeah. yell at them uh, or shouldn't. Yeah. I was, I was shaming you on this yeah, podcast yeah, about shame. No. Um, so that, that, that are, but what are some, you know, let's, let's, we talk about our own experiences too. And that's, what's valuable here when we're talking about our own and what we can really know about. But, uh, but what are some other instances you think people might cause shame? <clears throat> well, up? uh, giving into lust, giving into any sort of temptation. Like if I'm at work and I say something stupid yeah. in front of people that are really smart, it does happen a lot more than I care to admit. Mm-hmm. But if I say something stupid in front of all these smart people that I work with, right. I'm going to shame myself all day, maybe the whole week yeah. about this one small thing that may, they may or may not even, it may not even register to them. Mm-hmm. But the, so lust, uh, sounding stupid, yeah, um, and giving into bitterness and resentment when I feel like I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, those are things that ultimately cause me a lot of shame. Yeah, and for me, it's it's a lot of the same things. Um, another one for me is, and I think maybe some of what you said connects to this, is um, when I something at my job like if i if i seek to do it to the best of my ability mm. and you know f- for unforeseen reasons let someone else down or don't don't follow through yeah and it's brought to my attention uh even something that was unintentional i can feel ashamed yeah about absolutely. that absolutely cuz you it it kind of goes back to ego right you feel like there's a certain level of uh quality that i mm-hmm. as a person should be giving other people Right. And if I don't measure up to that, then I must not be worthy of this job that I have or anything like that. Right. So that would be the case for me at least. Yeah. So what do we and and to to ask this question, what I don't mean is ultimately in the in the moment when we recognize shame or even when we do something that, that is shameful, uh, what are what is our response? Mine is always always, always to isolate. Mm. I want to dig a hole and bury myself and never come into contact with anyone else ever again. Um, so like I'll, I'll cold shoulder people and really I'm not mad at anyone. I just feel shame. I feel like I'm not worthy to talk. Yeah. To you're anyone. mad at yourself. Yep. Right. right. Yeah. And so you're, you're sort of protecting yourself from the, other people being ashamed of you. Yeah. Honestly, I don't, I don't know what it is, what it is I'm doing when I'm isolating. I just know that is what, what I do immediately Mm -hmm. when I, I shame myself is I want to isolate from people. Yeah. I want to disconnect from the world. Yeah. And, and for me, um, because we work in two very different industries and two very different office settings, you got, you have an office, you probably go in and shut the door and remove, now I do. Yeah, remove yourself. Well, even before you had like a cubicle, so you were you could isolate yourself at, at least in some way. Yeah. In that regard, um, I work in the in a customer service industry, so I can't really isolate mm. in that. So what I tend to do is deflect or minimize my shame mm. by either making it sound like what happened wasn't really a big deal. Um, act, acting as if I did it on purpose, like sometimes, <laughs> like oh man, you should. That's that's so shameful. Yeah, that that, that was I was joking. You know, mm, that was a joke. That deflection. was you know, yeah. I, that was sarcasm, right? Uh, or something like that. I deflect from mm-hmm. it, but 
ultimately when I'm, when I am alone or with my own thoughts or at the end of the day, when I'm taking an inventory sort of, of the day, I, that shame creeps back in. Mm-hmm. So no amount of the, the, the medicine I apply. And I think you would agree yeah. to that shame in the moment, mm. uh, is, is ultimate. It's all just temporary. That's right. And medicine is such a good word too. Yeah. Anything I do in that moment, I'm I'm attempting to cope. I'm attempting to cope with reality. And if I'm going to if I'm further digging myself in a hole, that medicine is not going to work. Right. It's not going to be good. Yeah, it's it's like one of those things where you have to take another pill in in a very short period of time. Yeah. to get that feeling of shame. Well, ultimately down. it's killing me. That medicine yeah. is killing me. Yeah. And so it's poison is what it is. And what we would say is you can take enough medicine to make it to where you're numb yeah, yeah. to that shame. That's and good. you and you and what happens eventually is you just never feel shame mm. surrounding that particular action again. But that's not healthy, right? Yeah. Numbing something is not necessarily healthy. You have to remove it. You have oh, to remove good, yeah. remove the uh the cause. Um so I guess that leads to so that's what we do. <clears throat> what 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 can we hope to do yeah. when we feel shame? So, you know, we've been talking about this journey we've been on, and this has legitimately been a three-year journey for me. What has helped the most, because what I want to do is isolate, mm. what has helped the most is reaching out to someone, a friend, and being able to be as honest with what's going on in my head and just getting it out, verbalizing it to another person, another human being, coming into contact with, being there with them. And because in my head, what I'm thinking when I get all this out is there will be more judgment. Mm -hmm. There will be, they won't be able to relate. And so the thing that has the remedy for me, the actual medicine for me is connecting with other people and having them on the other end say, you know what, man, I, I really resonate with what you're saying. I I have gone through everything that you just said. Because my poison when I when I sell, when I isolate, I tell myself I'm the only one doing this. I'm the only one struggling, and uh, that people hate me. That I'm not worthy. And when I actually talk to other people, that's never the case. And that always gets me to climb back out of that hole, is to connect with others. Yeah, I think, and I think more people recognize that that's the the remedy. Um. Than more people recognize that that's the remedy, but the trick is to actually do that. Yeah, I think people fall prey to what you just said. They know that that's the cure, mm-hmm. but the fear of people's responses, yeah, to that um, often keep them from it, from following through. Yeah, and that you know I want to do an episode on friendship. Because that's what you've been for me, a real friend that anything I can, like, that's what this podcast developed out of right. is these sort of conversations that were unmiked. And we thought maybe we could mic some of these conversations. Um, just being able to, and you don't, you don't absolutely 100% resonate with everything right. I've said. But on the other end, when I've been able to confess things that I've done to you, uh, what I get on the other end is, you know what, man? God loves you. Mm-hmm. He wants you. You're you're okay. Things are going to be okay. Yeah. And that's what makes all the difference for me. You know, I can know that God loves me in my head, mm-hmm. but hearing someone else say that to me, 
I don't know what it is. It's a mystery to me. I can't explain it. But hearing someone else say it, um, that makes all the difference. I can believe it then. Right. And that comes from uh, our background as as Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to someone listening to this who maybe feels shame uh, and doesn't know how to get to that point where they're comfortable confessing things they feel shameful of. And this is not to say anything about whether you feel shame for something that was done to you. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a completely different situation. Yeah, I feel like I that's think. not something we're yeah, addressing. That's, we're not addressing that. And, and that's something different. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, what, what constantly uh, is a balm to me uh, is, is the fact that I read, especially the new Testament and I see Jesus taking people's shame mm. and, and telling them, um, uh, that they're forgiven. Yeah. That I, God loves you. Uh, and then ultimately his 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 actions in dying on the cross for the sins of people, um, for shame. Yeah. Of the shame of people. Um, when I remind myself of that, it, it is very, very powerful. Yeah. And yeah, we're not trying to hide that <clears throat> that we are Christians. Right. And so we we have no problem saying now, and this is part of our spiritual journey, yeah. that Christ died for you. Yeah. Who's listening to this? He died for you. Yeah. He loves you. Um but and that that's to you know, that's not to say that if you don't believe that, um, you know, we still want to be here for you. Yeah. In whatever capacity we can be. Right. And 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 that's just the foundation yeah. for why we do exactly what, why we treat shame the way we do. Yeah. Uh, it does it does that doesn't diminish the fact that to the atheist or to the to the to the Muslim or to the Hindu, whatever faith background you are, the power of of community, mm-hmm. the power of confessing, if you want to use a different word mm-hmm. um, for that. That shame that you that you're feeling, um, just letting that out yeah. to someone uh, that you're close to or yeah. someone's that you're close to is powerful and cathartic. Yeah, and, and I he, honestly and believe that's a road back to God. Yeah, absolutely. Is is you know, and and you, whoever's listening can be feel free to disagree with this, but I, I think when we feel that connection with another person, we're never closer to God mm-hmm. when we when we can confess the things we struggle with and hear. And, and accept love from someone else. Yeah, and that's been one of the most powerful things for me is being able to talk about these things that I'm feeling with people I know mm-hmm. aren't in the same lane yeah. I am and being able to have that human experience because I believe that, that the fact that, the, that we can do this all in common is evidence that we all were created by God. Yeah. And so uh, that, that's, that is to me a, a, a very powerful proof Absolutely. And that's what we want to do today. When we feel shame, we want to connect with others so that we can connect with God. And until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for his peace.